Welcome to the Kaleidoscope with Allison Keys. This is a podcast from CBS News, and I am your host. Every week, we discuss issues including hunger. This time, we're talking about data showing that public schools across the nation have lost at least 1.2 million students since 2020. Some cities are considering closing some schools, combining classrooms, or laying off teachers. What will this mean for education inequality or lasting drops in student achievement, especially in the wake of COVID? Some, like founder and CEO Jeannie Allen at the nonprofit Pro School Choice Center for Education Reform, see opportunities for change. That conversation after this short break. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. We were not surprised that students and families were exiting traditional public schools since COVID. We were seeing this um, in bits and pieces over the months. We did expect that they would return, some would return, but we also saw that so many parents and families found alternatives that suited them better. So we're talking private schools and Catholic schools and the like and charter schools. You know, it's interesting. The options that they are buying for are not just the traditional private schools or maybe public charter schools and such. They're micro schools. They are, they're networks of moms getting together. One of those, uh, from out of Arizona is the Black Mothers Forum that reached out to parents who don't normally have the ability to pay for better options. And they created their own kinds of schools that allowed parents to be involved and students to be uh, have a more personalized education. And so we're finding that in like literally in droves across the country. Some of the parents and teachers I've spoken with sound very worried about this. What if they're going to combine classrooms and have teachers have to deal with 60 kids instead of 30? What if they start laying off teachers? And, and there's talk in many cities of shutting down public schools entirely, whole school buildings. I think the biggest challenge we have right now is how to help great teachers not only uh, have the tools and the resources to be able to do what they do best, but give them the ability to be entrepreneurial. One of the ways that you address uh, when there are declines in enrollment, we've gone through this from baby booms and baby boomlets over the years, 
is you give them more flexibility and freedom. And so what this is actually calling us to do is not consolidate or fire people and and just make us like wholesale changes as if all of a sudden you stop selling a product and people weren't buying it. It calls on us to actually help our educators think think more deeply, more innovatively about how to deliver education. Maybe lower enrolled schools break up schools within schools and put teachers and principals in one. Uh, maybe they partner with over-enrolled schools. You know, in Philadelphia, there are charter schools who have waiting lists and then empty school buildings. Same with Washington, D.C., New York, Boston, you name it. So maybe there's ways for actually us to learn and cross-sector in our approach rather than segmenting. It's public, it's private, it's charter, it's micro school. Like, we have to be so done with this division. I wonder what you think this means for student achievement, which has been horrifically on a decline since the pandemic, right? I mean, math and reading scores are terrifying. What does this mean if there are so many fewer kids in public schools? It may sound counterintuitive, but this decline in enrollment in public education may actually net better more purposeful student achievement, because it's going to make us think differently about how students are taught. I mean, part of this is the learning process. Our kids our kids today, I mean, we've gone through a huge pandemic. Our world has changed. Our world should change educationally. Schools should not look like they looked 150 years ago. And so the opportunity for us, if we put our mind to it, to do things differently, to offer more project-based learning, experiential learning, to, again, give teachers the ability to design their own classroom, uh, to give parents the option of going somewhere else that might better suit their kids, is going to help us because that decline wasn't a result of COVID. That decline was 30 years in the making. It just really it just really tanked as a result of the pandemic. So we can only go up from here, but we have to be thoughtful, flexible, and allow our educators to be valued for the expertise they bring to the classroom. I wonder whether you think this is going to disproportionately affect low-income students and students of color, some of whom don't have the opportunities to go to a charter school or a parochial school or something like that? There's no question that uh, inequity is a huge concern with uh, the declining enrollment. But at the same time, most of those folks were leaving traditional public schools look exactly like the communities they come from. They realized, you know, look, look, they, they looked under the hood and at the engine during COVID and realized that it was a lot worse than they thought it was for some of them. Right. And so those are staying put, feel like there's something valuable there. But there are more options, more options that states are paying for in the form of scholarships and education savings accounts, more options that states and communities are working with other providers and hybrid organizations to provide. So I think that we have to address the inequity, but the inequity was happening before. And what we have to do now is say every low income parent should have the same access to the same kinds of options as every affluent and more advantaged family. It just it just does not cut it to zone our kids by zip code in one hand and then allow rich parents to send their kids wherever they want without giving everybody the same ability. It sounds like you think that this should lead us to uh, basically a seismic change in the way schools work. We are right now investing heavily in transformational education. We are, we are actually looking through or looking for, uh, organizations that overperform for underserved kids and we're finding them. And so the seismic shift that we need to see that began to happen a little bit, but not so much in the sunlight before COVID 
is in fact happening in communities across the country. You know, when you allow parents to actually have a say and teachers to have control, it's amazing what you can happen. You can have, you can have schools that are created that teach kids how to build at the same time that they're getting their degree. You can have students learning, learning on the outside, like an outward bound program. You can have smaller classes. You can have classes where students are actually their own agents. They design their own learning. And these are the kinds of things that we're seeing in pockets around the country. We're finding there's thousands more than we ever knew and looking for them to reward them. So we're really excited. It's just we all have to get on the same page, particularly our policymakers, and realize this is not um, this is not a cause to push kids back to where they came from. Let's market test it, find out what they need and give parents the ability to have the options that everybody else has. It sounds like you think that this might eventually be a good thing for kids' futures, for going to college, for getting jobs and being prepared for them. There is no question that this is a great time for uh, education innovators and entrepreneurs and thoughtful leaders and teachers who have long been telling us, look, it's just not it's not the way it should be. Uh, We need to do better. Um, We need to do different and more diverse things. And we need to think first and foremost about students who are growing up in a rapidly changing world. Things are so different for them um, when they become uh, students, when they become graduates. And so this is a great wake up call for everybody. And we're seeing we're seeing it be able to begin to take take root. That's founder and CEO Jeannie Allen at the nonprofit Pro School Choice Center for Education Reform. Thanks so much for joining us. Also, thanks to Alan Pang for his production assistance. Like what you hear? Come on back for more. There will be new episodes of Kaleidoscope with Allison Keys every Friday. Follow the show on Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast and leave a rating or a review. Thanks for listening. I'm Allison Keys, CBS News. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.